You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast, episode number 92. This is part one of a three-part series about healthy living. This episode is sponsored by Eric Sue Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Sue on weekly conference calls. Learn more at ericwsue.com slash insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Sue, and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome. And if you are a longtime listener, I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does, so write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the Be My Patron Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game. So help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show. Health tips and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast. With inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and healthy living topics, you will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. You guys are in for a treat today. This is a three-part series with Dr. Andrew Hopkins. If you don't remember, Dr. Andrew Hopkins was episode number 30. Today we'll be discussing the, what it means to live a healthy lifestyle. And then there's going to be part two and part three uh, later down the road. So, but today we're going to be talking about the healthy lifestyle and what it means. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Dr. Andrew Hopkins. Dr. Andrew Hopkins, are you ready to make it happen? I'm ready, Eric. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Just real quick, Dr. Hopkins is a bachelor, has a bachelor's in human biology with a minor in biochemistry. He is a graduate of the National University of Health Sciences, and he is passionate about nutrition and helping people live a healthier life. So let's get into this topic of how to live and what it means to live a healthy lifestyle, Dr. Andrew. Um, can you share a little bit more of what that means and can you define it for us? Sure. So to me, a healthy, love, a healthy love lifestyle um, just allows a person to be the best that they can be, uh, whether it's more energy, uh, reducing the risk of disease, and that's made up of, uh, as we'll I think get into a little bit briefly later, uh, you know, different pillars of health, sleep, stress, good nutrition, uh, fitness, and hydration. So if you can get those on point, that will lead to a better you. So that's kind of what lifestyle, uh, healthy lifestyle is to me. Cool. Excellent. I know we were talking a little earlier about uh, this particular issue of, you know, does balance play into this? healthy lifestyle, a balanced lifestyle. Um, what about the flexibility of being able to um, get your workout in, for example, and then also have family time um, as well? And, and the healthy lifestyle encompasses encompasses all of that, doesn't it? Yes, definitely. Life is, is a balance, and oftentimes that's where people can struggle too is, is you know, I don't have time for a workout or to eat right. And that's really how you want to show people that you, you can do it. You know, it is fairly easy once you uh, 
get in that habit pattern. Uh, and once you get going, it's, it's not that difficult to do, but yeah, life is a balance and you know, you got to work, you got to, you, you spend time with family and do some fun things. Uh, but, but it's all, all a balance in, in creating that, uh, best you or that healthy lifestyle. Very good. Excellent. Now, um, there are many of us uh, who are listening to this, uh, my audience that is, and they're just not, um, I guess, in that place yet. Well, how would you get them started? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> well, I think the, the key thing is to get a baseline. Um, you know, in our office, we do a 50-point uh, blood workup. So we look at your, how you're dealing with blood sugar and cholesterol and how's your liver and heart uh, thyroid, adrenal gland, are you deficient in any nutrients, um, any vitamins? So we want to get a baseline, you know, how can you get to that healthiest lifestyle and know what you're dealing with first. It's hard to put a plan in place if you don't know the factors you're dealing with. You know, same thing with, with uh, we, we do look at uh, a BIA or a bioimpedance where we look at body uh, fat to muscle and intracellular and extracellular water and phase angle and and, and same types of thing uh, for exercise when we get into that you you need a baseline fitness where what's your baseline so that you can set uh, true and accurate goals and you may have to change those goals as you get going but it's good to to kind of have some idea of where you're at to start so a good place is just assessing and and getting a good idea of where somebody's at. Yeah. Another thing too, mm-hmm. uh, I'll often have people do some um, food logs uh, mm-hmm. or or a plan sheet where they'll tell me what time they woke up, what they had for uh, their their morning meal, uh, snacks, evening meals. You know, each meals of the day, and if they did any activity, what type, the duration of the activity and then it, how many hours of sleep they got and if it was restful or not. So just so I get a, a very baseline of where the person's at so that we can make an accurate uh, starting point or an accurate, uh, when we goal plan, we can, uh, you know, have somewhere to go from or, or a baseline to look at. Yeah. You know, I have to add to it and say that uh, a lot of the people that I see or even talk to, um, they they do question how do, how do they get started and I, I, I do take them through an assessment to, to get a baseline and so I agree with that mm-hmm. point and then once they have the baseline I, I think they have this uh, bigger picture of what they have to be uh, what actions to take to, so that they can achieve their goals which is probably the next part which is setting goals right is that what you do mm-hmm. yes yep so then we'll look at uh, once we have a baseline uh, it's important to write down, you know, what your goals are. So clarifying your goals, getting them on paper, then, then you want to follow it up with some action steps and then also making sure you have someone holding you accountable uh, to your goals. So we will have people set short-term goals, which generally two to three months, uh, if someone's trying to improve their cholesterol uh, or lose weight or gain more energy, We'll, we'll set short-term goals, and then we'll look for long-term goals uh, as well. So we'll sh- set both short-term, long-term goals, and then we'll you know, say, okay, here's the goal, and here's what we need to do as an action step to make this happen. So we do go over um, 
you know, how can you maintain these goals? Because some, uh, sometimes, you know, we can get thrown off easily. So we need a plan in place, um, you know, so that we can achieve these goals. So we'll write them down on paper. Uh, and, and, and we'll also say, okay, well, what are some of the obstacles that, that could, could be in place? Are there any, um, you know, addictive patterns that we need to uh, evaluate? And so we, we kind of take, take all that into account, um, you know, and as we go, new obstacles may come about too. So, you know, reevaluating, you know, let's say four weeks into the program. But we do also say, okay, well, this, this uh, food plan and this exercise protocol fits you the best. So we do try to, after we evaluate, you know, the history and look at the blood work, say, okay, this particular program should best fit your needs. Because, again, I don't like to use the word diet because I, I do think diets generally don't work long term. So it does have to be a lifestyle change um, and something that you can do and, and really do for the rest of your life through these different uh, uh, pillars, sleep, right. stress, hydration, fitness, and nutrition. Cool. Now, um, for me, when I go and assess people, and I just want to um, kind of summarize this topic here and, and just be um, a little more specific about the assessment uh, side of things, and then we can go into the goal setting side of things a little bit more in specific details, but I usually try to get a BMI, I usually try to get a body fat uh, number, uh, a weight scale number, um, maybe circumference body measurements and so forth, and that's more of the, the physical side of things. And uh, mm-hmm. what is it that you look for? And so the audience maybe uh, can get uh, some numbers in their mind of what to uh, get. Yeah, well, we do the same thing. I do think a BIA is is critical because, and also other measurements, you know, weight, uh, measuring yourself weight-wise is important, but sometimes I found that uh, people, it, it, let's say, for instance, they're starving themselves or they're, they're not doing it the proper way, you'll see that they're uh, actually losing muscle and not losing fat. So just like you said, you do want to evaluate and make sure that if weight loss is your goal, that you're doing it in a proper fashion. Also, um, like I said, from a blood work standpoint, mm-hmm. we'll make sure that, you know, their thyroid's not off. Oftentimes, if, if people have a hypo or a, a sluggish thyroid, they're going to have difficulties with weight loss or with women and hormones. I mean, so there's all types of factors that, you know, people sometimes get down on themselves because they have trouble following or they're not seeing results. Well, maybe you haven't done a, a, a proper assessment. So just like you said, a, you know, a BIA uh, is pretty critical for, for making sure, um, you know, that you're setting goals properly or, or, or if there is an obstacle that you've got a way to solve right. that issue. Cool. And, <clears throat> and getting those uh, values, those numbers – uh, our um, baseline, like you said, and uh, certainly mm-hmm. the blood work side of things. Um, what specific uh, numbers are we looking for? Cholesterol. You said some other ones. Yeah. Well, 
really, you know, overall, so we will look at the, the whole body, not just a, a picture, but cholesterol. We look at, you know, how's your liver, heart, again, thyroid, adrenal glands, uh, any nutrient deficiencies. So just get a whole uh, picture of any obstacle that uh, could be out there. Um, or, you know, any chance that, that uh, the plan could be ruined. You want to avert that and, and get out in front of it. Mm. So, and, and a lot of those uh, uh, conditions, uh, high cholesterol if someone has it, or the um, adrenal glands are, are, are poor or weak, uh, many of that mm-hmm. can be adjusted through fitness and through diet. Is that oh, yeah. also uh, the, yeah, the big picture there? Yeah, definitely. And, and and again, if something is is very serious, you know, then then you take the appropriate uh, action. But like you said, most of the time, or a lot of the time, you know, it, it just helps you uh, if you have high cholesterol. You know, by changing your lifestyle through you know eating, exercise, sleep, hydration, all of those things will generally help with cholesterol. Um, so yeah, again, just knowing what you're dealing with, but but a lot of times the plan or or helps just make sure that hey, if we're deficient in this, you make sure that you're getting, you know, if you're deficient in iron, make sure you're getting iron through your diet, right. uh, or you're supplementing with it in some right. some way. So so um, just real quick too, the um, the thought some of my audience members may have, which which is where where do I get this? analysis and blood work done would it be someone like yourself or just go to a, yeah. a doctor or something yes uh, any doctor uh, you know can can order medical doctor uh, some chiropractors um, some naturopaths will order blood work panels and again you want them to do a comprehensive uh, almost like a physical or an annual uh, physical. So, mm-hmm. yeah, our our office is in Schaumburg, but you can go to your your general practitioner and just get a good baseline of of where you're at with everything, and make sure that they do sit down, the doctor or or you know clinical nutritionist sits down with you and goes through um, the results. Mm-hmm. You know, you had this tested, and here's what an optimal range is for this. Not just a, yeah. uh, you know, disease range, but here's here's a healthy uh, range for this specific uh, test or, or criteria. Right. And is it uh, six months, or is it a yearly thing that people should be doing this blood work? Well, it really depends on what they've got going on. Um, you know, it, it can be if, if everything is right where it needs to be, then we usually do recommend a yearly, you know, almost a yearly physical or yearly blood work. But if they've got an issue, so it can be as, you know, early as a month or two months if, if we're, you know, working with, let's say, blood sugar issues or something that where we do want to see, see that they're responding. So the time frame can, can differ, but if everything looks good, um, then generally six months to a year. Got it. Cool. And then um, let's dive into this goal setting approach. Then, and, and I have several uh, ways of doing it. What, what's the the specific way that you help people set goals? Well, setting goals, uh, I, I do like to have people write the goals down so they can kind of reflect on them and, and look at them, and 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 you know, constantly remind or you know, a risk reward type of of 
thing. You know, we'll often for a shorter term goal, we'll ask if you know they've if they've got something to progress towards, something that keeps them going, something that you know they can kindly they can constantly remind themselves on a daily basis. You know, I've got to improve my health because of my family or because of, of this or, or that. So we have them put a goal down. It may be for a wedding that's coming up or reward themselves with, with a trip or doing, doing something that will motivate or keep you, keep you in target. And, and I do kind of have keys of, of things that can throw you off track. So we do go, again, through uh, if the blood work looks clean, here's different obstacles or, you know, how to kind of reshape or reset different habits or addictive uh, patterns. But first thing, we just have the people tell us what their goals are, what they're looking for. Um, and then, like I said, we'll go through an action step and then a timeline. You know, is this a short-term goal, a long-term goal, and, you know, different ways of, of achieving how, right. how do we make it happen. Right, so, so writing down them and then have the action steps to achieve them, right? Is that what you said? Yeah. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what I try to focus in on. I always try to throw out a, a big, hairy, audacious goal as well, what they call the BHAG. Mm -hmm. You've heard of that, right? And so I try to yes. throw that out there just to get them excited and, and seeing down the road what's possible or what um, to keep them motivated, right? Right, exactly. Because, it, it again, it can be difficult. Everybody's busy. Everybody's got a, a lot going on. But but uh, it, it can be done, and, and you, got, you need something that drives you or something that uh, continually motivates you to hit your goal. Excellent, excellent. Um, so let's move on to the next part, which is, you know, how to maintain uh, this healthy lifestyle. Uh, as you said, there's going to be obstacles and so forth, and, and I think in your um, – explanation to someone there's going to be obstacles that come up and be aware of those and have solutions for those obstacles uh, i think that's one of your solutions how to maintain it right yeah yeah I, you know again i've got some and i don't know if we have time but just keys or, or, or things to help maintain everybody's different so everybody's got different things that will uh, throw them off but um some some quick uh goals i would say uh, or, or things to keep you maintained. Again, remember the end vision, seeing yourself uh, in the new you or the healthiest you possible. And, and like you had said, have, have a, a really good goal out there that, that motivates you or keeps you going. But I, I'll tell people from a food standpoint, I, I hear people say, I just don't have time. So I'll tell people, you don't plan ahead on a Sunday uh, before the week starts know what you're going to have or have them ready to go because if people don't that's when they go get fast food because they did they had to run the kids here they had to go to this meeting so have things ready to go uh, another problem sometimes i'll see is if the significant other isn't on board uh sometimes that can be difficult uh, so you know just ways of dealing with with those issues i do often have people keep a journal um at least initially <laughs> like we had talked, excuse me, uh, talked about before with the the meals yeah. and how much water and activities, um, and uh, and again, I think it's important to have somebody uh, to hold you accountable that you can check in with, and um, also to help deal with obstacles as as they arise. Right. You know, what, I, I think uh, your mm -hmm. objective, my objective at least, would be to get the person to create a healthy lifestyle habit, right? Ultimately, that's that's how these um, 
this particular lifestyle can happen is if, if things that we do become a habit, like the eating plan or the fitness workout yeah. plan. It has to become a habit. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. And I, I think that is the key because uh, habit or changing patterns and and making it habits that somebody can actually do. Because I do see all too often where people go on a specific uh, weight. Let's talk about weight for a second. They'll go on a specific program, and then when that program's up, they end up gaining all that uh, weight back, um, and they constantly yo-yo back and forth. And that's really we just want to set things down and say, you know, you don't want to do something for two months and then stop. And, that, you know, people do, do that a lot. They can't wait to get off of the diet they're on, uh, but then things just go back to the way they were. So it's reestablishing new patterns and new habits. And, and they're things that people can do. They're not, you know, outrageously hard or, or a dramatic uh, difference. And overall, the person will have, you know, more energy and, and they, like we had talked about before, be the best uh, person they can be. Yeah. I find that in my experience, uh, when, when someone gets into a community or a, a group of like-minded people that uh, mm-hmm. think and believe and do uh, the same things, that, that people will start uh, becoming like that and, and creating yeah. this lifestyle, uh, the healthy lifestyle, that is. And, and so I think that part of it is really key as well. Yeah, that, that's a great point. Uh, if you have people to that you're working alongside with or that have the same struggles as you, uh, whether it's a, a group, a, a, a large group of people, a small group of people, one person, your significant other, um, somebody that keeps you going and, and motivates and they've got similar goals to yours, uh, sometimes that can, that can make it a little easier for you. So I definitely think that's uh, pretty critical as well. Awesome. Um, we are 20 minutes in, so this goes pretty quick, and we just have uh, a few things we want to go over. One in particular is uh, what kind of mindset do you find that people need to establish uh, to be uh, successful with creating this healthy lifestyle? Well, m- mindset training, um, and you know, maybe you can can add to this too. But again, it, you know, can be can be different for, you know, everyone, but really, again, replacing what we'll do is, um, you know, if somebody has a negative, you know, with self-image, self-esteem, or again, obstacles, how to kind of rephrase and reshape and and have ways that people can continually uh, kind of reset the way they, they feel about themselves and stay on target, stay on goal, and realize that it is achievable. So that's kind of how we deal with mindset training in, in a quick kind of way of explaining sure. it. I no, don't yeah, know if I, I you totally can agree. explain that a little better. Yep, I, I totally agree. I, I, um, I teach the idea of feelings uh, in emotional intelligence so that um, if someone is in a negative state, that, that that's not going to ruin their whole day, right? And so mm-hmm. exactly. you, know, you missed a workout today. Well, there's five more that you can do next week, right? <laughs> so, right. Move, uh, forget not, about it. Move on. Yeah. It's not, no, no sense in, in dwelling on it. Just move on and, and uh, uh, you know, pick up where you, you left off and, and, and move on. You're going to have ups and downs yes. uh, as a general rule of thumb. So 
uh, just forget about it, move on, and and uh, continue striving to towards towards the goals. Yeah. But but yeah, that that's how I would phrase phrase it, and you know, just just like you said. Yeah, and I find that um, uh, having someone as positive, if not more positive than yourself, um, kind of uh, drips uh, onto that uh, person who may not have the strong mindset, and so over mm-hmm. time, um, that relationship uh, or that um, mindset will change because of that relationship. Yeah, again, you said it perfectly. Um, really, you know, having, you know, like surrounds like. You know, if you're around people that are positive and, and motivational, uh, that will uh, have a positive influence. So you do want to surround yourself with people that do believe in you and, and do motivate you. Yeah, absolutely. And, and uh, whether it be a physical group or actual a um, online group, I think those are helpful too because a lot of times you'll see sure. um, successful stories or things like that. And um, uh, that's always a good thing to um, be involved with. I think that's really key. Right. I agree. Um, we're about 24 minutes in and uh, we wanted to touch on this five pillars of health idea, uh, which will help segue into our other two uh, topics in this three-part series. Uh, There's the fitness and nutrition that we also want to talk about. Um, Can you just briefly share with us the five pillars of health, Dr. Andrew? Sure. As we kind of talked about earlier, uh, lifestyle and a healthy lifestyle is composed of of different segments. And and really those segments, uh, like fitness and uh, nutrition will take 20 minutes in them in themselves but so those are two key uh, kind of foundations and then you also have hydration uh, making sure that you're drinking uh, plenty of water um, dealing with stress everybody's got stress uh, some more than others but uh, how to deal with that to help maintain a healthy lifestyle and then ensuring that you're getting uh, proper sleep you know good restful sleep uh, seven to nine hours um, you know, and, and those kind of are the five, uh, five key mm-hmm. keys to maintaining your healthiest lifestyle. Yeah, and actually um, one uh, kind of just falls into the other a little bit, like, um, you know, hydration mm-hmm. to help your body feel, um, feel hydrated is key so that you can uh, get a better rest or sleep perhaps because like sometimes sure. I find that people are dehydrated <clears throat> and they get headaches and then right. they can't fall asleep right. you know? yeah no that's that's for sure and they all do kind of uh, you know are, are entwined yeah. you know and and uh, so so yeah those are, are two of the topics we'll get into but the things that will help you uh, kind of achieve your your healthier lifestyle very good excellent um, so if people want to learn a little bit more about what you do and where you are, Dr. Andrew, where where can they find you? Our office is in Schaumburg. Um, we're at uh, 1164 South Roselle Road uh, in Schaumburg. You can also take a look at us uh, uh, on the website uh, as well. Um, that's uh, com. If you want to take a look, take a look at us on the web, or come visit us in person, um, Facebook or anything. Also, we don't have a, a, a 
active Facebook page right now. So I would say website, uh, telephone call. Um, you can always call, and, and we can kind of talk things over with you too. Um, or, like I said, visit us in, in person. Very good. Excellent. Um, if there was a few words that you could share with us to summarize a healthy lifestyle, uh, what would you uh, share with our audience? Well, I, I guess I would just say that, um, you know, I think we go through our life and, and we're, we're busy. Uh, we don't take time for ourselves uh, often enough. And I do think we, we shortchange our, our life. You get, you get one life, and you do want to That's live true. it as full as you possibly can. So, um, you know, do all that you can in those five categories to, to have the most energy and, and be the, the best you. Very good. Excellent. Um, like we said earlier, there will be a part two about fitness and then a part three about nutrition. So uh, you guys who are listening to this, thank you so much. And I look, f uh, look out for the part two and part, through, uh, part three with Dr. Andrew. Um, Dr. Andrew, this was great. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's very helpful. I look forward to the next uh, podcast with you. Well, thanks for having me, Eric. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Alright, bye-bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.